Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome once again to In Grove or Green, the Changeling the Lost Chronicle that we're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Jack, I am your storyteller for the evening, and I am joined tonight by William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Fage, the Ogre Bristle Grinder. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Lys, the Wizened Oracle. And Jeremy. Hi, uh, I am Jeremy, I am playing uh, Megan Lansing, uh, Draconic Ferrist. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Lark, the Beast Windwing. And John. I'm John, and I'm playing Akujin, the Ogre Metal Flesh Blood. And last time we were in Baltimore, the Motley Unlikely split to handle two pursuits. Akujin, needing the blood of his greatest enemy for an occult ceremony required for the revival of an almost forgotten entitlement, took Megan and Sarah Bloodred into the hedge for a confrontation with what he believed to be a fragment of his psyche left behind on the thorns as he initially fled Arcadia. Despite some injury, the blood, among other things, was harvested, and Akujin began his preparations. Elsewhere, Phage, Lark, Liss, and Paige went to visit Darren Arundel, the father of the vanished Gracie Arundel, who is currently the likeliest candidate for the actual identity of the Goblin Queen, whose hobs have continued to ramp up their violent attacks on the city. Leaving Liss to wait in the vehicle, the others interviewed the man, who was clearly suffering from depressive trauma from the loss of his daughter some five years ago. A few loose threads were tied together via his recounting of events, and with a few more leads to follow, the trio returned to their vehicle and prepared to depart. Meanwhile, Liss wandered the exterior of the area, finding some peculiar tracks in the snow and creeping up to the rear of Darren's row house, where she spotted some disturbing phenomena in the bathroom. Hanging from the windowsill, we left Liss as she saw her own reflection crawl out of a mirror and lunge toward her, hands outstretched. But meanwhile, the others have returned to the vehicle, and before the ignition even starts, the radio crackles to life. And on the third night, the princess woke to find the light flickering outside her window once again. And remembering what the old woman had said, she covered her left eye before opening the curtains. Come down and dance, your highness, the voices called again, but now the moonlight revealed the true shapes of the dancers. Demons twisted and foul, wolves with ragged mange and claws, monsters with long fangs and mottled hides, a cavalcade of horrors. Very well, she called, but tonight it must be you who chooses who I dance with first. 
At this, each beast snarled at his neighbor, and for a moment it seemed they would tear each other to pieces for the prize. But above the noise rang a cold, clear voice, I shall claim first dance. And the princess stared in shock as her kindly father stepped out into the moonlight, his shape becoming a nightmare of evil sorcery, his hands clutching a twisted scepter, ten times as monstrous and vile as any who surrounded him. And thus the princess learned to mistrust her sight and to understand the terror of good and bad. And Phage, you start the vehicle. Hmm? <sighs> That's probably a bad sign. Also, Liss isn't in the car. <clears throat> Let's circle around to the back alley so that Liss can sort of make her way Actually, back. Liss is in the car. Hmm. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's sitting in the back seat where you left her. Hmm? Oh, good. That's not a good sign. Out of character. Oh, good. <laughs> Delightful. Start the car. You find you find what you were looking for, Liz. Yeah, everything's fine. Nothing too weird. Jack, that's an immediate red flag as a response from Liz, and you know it. Give me a wits and empathy. Minus four. The fact that Liz did not give me something confusing is a red flag, and you know that. Uh, Liz is normal very occasionally. That was a far too logical answer for Liz, though. The the thing is, you know Liz found something Mm -hmm. weird and is playing it off. Two successes. Mm -hmm. Two successes. That does strike you as a little odd. Absolutely. You all right, Liz? I don't like this house. Is Lark sitting next to Liz in the car? You can be if you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, she probably is, because Paige is probably up front with Paige. Mm-hmm. Does she look normal? What's wrong about it, do you think? Was that addressed to anybody in particular? To Liz. To Liz? I don't... It's not lined... Upright? That's better. <laughs> I went. Makes me itch. All right. Well, we've got some decent information, at the very least. Meanwhile, in the backyard. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. You're hanging from a window, and your own freaky reflection is leaping towards you hands outstretched yeah i, I want to drop away from it i don't want to i don't want it to touch me this is not give good. me a dexterity and athletics okay uh, let's see here They didn't roll it. Hang on, let's try that again. 
There we go. Two. Two successes. You push back off the the windowsill and the wall, and there's a shattering of glass as whatever this thing is leaps after you. You fall back into the snow, tumbling ass over tea kettle and rolling backwards, trying to put as much distance between you and it as you can. <laughs> Are you fighting or running? Hmm? Um, fighting. Okay. Give me a strength and brawl. Okay. Uh, you're kind of on the ground. You're at a minus one for this. Okay. Um, I have a specialty in corner in brawl for cor- being cornered. You're not really cornered right now. Okay. No, right. it doesn't. It, okay. You're not backed up against anything. There's okay. there is definitely venues of escape on this one. All right. Nope. So you flail out, striking for whatever this thing is, and all you succeed in doing is kicking up a ton of snow. Apparently, you you feel your boot clang against the the low chain link fence behind this uh, this row house. You definitely know that anybody around has probably heard what's going on, especially if they're in that house. Hmm? Who are you? What are you doing? I'm backing up away. Um, was there a gate that I got through, or did I have to climb over the fence? I don't you, remember. You ba- I basically sort of scrambled over the fence. Hmm? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. You look around, and you are backed up probably about 20, 30 feet from the back wall of the house, and you do not see your opponent. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I'm getting away. I'm going to try and get back to the car. Okay. This is not good. (laughs) Roll me a D10. Okay. Sure. Seven. Seven. Seven is good. Okay. So, Phage, you start to drive away. Put the vehicle in gear. Uh, start rolling forward. You get up to about five or ten miles an hour as you're pulling out, and all of a sudden, Liss comes running out from the and just slams into the passenger side of the vehicle as it's moving. Car immediately gets thrown in park. One door flies open, and immediately looking back at the list in the back seat. Nothing there. Uh, there is no list in the Lark, Did Lark notice, like, the list in the back seat just disappear into thin air, or? Well, having one of your motley mates slam bodily into the side of a vehicle kind of draws attention. Mm-hmm. So, no, you didn't see if they vanished, if they got out, or what. You were sitting right next to that thing, right, Lark? Yeah. Go, 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 go. Get in, get in, get in. Move. Lark will, like, poke Liz when she gets in, just to make sure. No! I poke you back. (laughs) So, Liz, Liz, you come around the side, and Phage, what you would have noticed, having jumped out of the vehicle, you did, right? You said... No, I sl- threw the door open. Uh, okay. But probably yes, immediately jump out after after the car. Okay, right. Park. The the door where Liss was sitting was also open. 
But everybody bundles in and drives away. Hmm. Quick question. Uh-huh. Did the list that I was looking at have both mask and mean, or was it just the mask? You didn't really have the the time to make a strong investigation on that factor. It's sort of a thing that's typically like immediately apparent to a changeling, though. Just like you can see both. Was I only seeing one, if I recall? Uh, give me a intelligence and composure minus two. Sure. Nothing. Okay. Yep. Can't really. You you think you per... Yeah, it's not entirely sure. There's something wrong with that house. I can tell. Let's yeah. go. It's 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 not good. Ah. Uh, you got a doppelganger I'm... running around. No. Yeah. They were in the car. Do you have a fetch? No. No. It was... When? Wait. I need to Just before you came running out here. That's not... Where? What? Where? In the seat you were sitting in now. Okay. I am turning and looking very carefully at all the mirrors in the there because there are mirrors in cars. There's the one, there's like the back mirror and there's the side mirror. I'm trying to figure out if like how this could be. Okay. It's like a projection. Um, Give me a wits and composure with your standard negative. Okay. One. <clears throat> One success. You look in all those mirrors. They seem to be your reflection as you have previously seen it up until this point in the reel. Okay, okay. All right. Where did it come from? What? What is... It's a very good question. We'll ask it when we're away from None here a bit. Been... We need to find it. It disappeared. I tried to... It left the car and ran off somewhere. Where did it come from, Cotton Which Eye direction? Jack? Wait. Wait, hold on. Go back. She will circle back around and see if she can find tracks or if they're already gone. Meanwhile, Gracie's dad's looking out the front window like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> I think Gracie's dad is inspecting where that back window just shattered. Who knows, yeah. So, <clears throat> you guys loop around to the front no tracks evident <clears throat> no sign of where it went back go back to the back is is there enough space for a car to pass behind yeah. the houses mm-hmm. oh yeah no there were tire tracks back there and yeah no you you can get a garbage truck down that alley if you need to there. so yeah, yeah car wouldn't be up to be a problem we'll make a slow pass around the back alley Looks like a normal alley. 
It has. Is, is there a broken window? My tracks. Nope. <clears throat> no broken windows. There's a shit ton of messed up snow in the back of the Arundel no, the, house. The glass shattered. This is. Not anymore. The glass it hasn't, is entirely so. intact. <clears throat> Not anymore. It hasn't. Some weird magics afoot. You believe me. I do. I immediately believe you. This is what the weird shit does. Lissa, are you sure you don't have a fetch? No. Glass elemental out there. No, you're around. not sure, or no, you don't have a fetch? I don't. You can... Mm, I didn't. Don't, didn't, didn't, shouldn't. Wouldn't, wouldn't. You can reach out to a fetch in dreams. You think you might want to try and see if you see if you have that tonight? It's gonna do other things, but no, fine. I mean, it's up to you. But Whatever. if you've got a doppelganger running around and it has the same properties as a fetch, you might want to be worried about that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Ad, I have an address to go to. I would like to drive there now. <laughs> What's the address? Uh, as I try and remember, I wrote it down somewhere. Aha! Uh, 2218 Kentucky Ave. There it is. I'll head, uh, I will head that way. Which okay. Lark would know. That's the address that, uh, Adele gave you for Liz's parents. Uh, um, Liz. Uh-huh. She's staring out the window. She's how watching you, everything. Uh, how did you get that address? Adele told me. When we had a conversation about this. When she was alive? Uh-huh. I don't talk <laughs> I have to I don't talk to dead people. It's not my thing. I barely even see them. <laughs> Seen one ghost. <clears throat> that you know of. Yeah. You're not in the basement <laughs> when we saw all those other ghosts? Hmm? Were you not in the basement when we saw all those other ghosts? Uh... When we buried Adele? Sort of, yeah. You've seen more than one ghost. You're absolutely still gonna say one ghost. She's not doing okay. (laughs) One ghost. I'm fine. Okay. So you drive to 2218 Kentucky Avenue. It's kind of in northeast Baltimore, um, just down from Herring Run Park. And. As you arrive, this is a little more of a standard neighborhood. These aren't row houses. They're, you know, development kind of uh, residential on on lots kind of thing. Um, it's a brick house, three stories, front windows facing on one of those, you know, streets that's everybody parks on either side of. So you can only actually get one car down the middle. And yep. if somebody else is coming the other way, you have to pull into a parking spot, let them pass, and then get back out to keep going. 2218 is 
fairly well kept. Um, snow on the ground, of course, but the walk is shoveled. No cars parked out front. Um, so unless they have back access, which from this point you can't really tell. Either nobody's home or, you know, it's just currently unoccupied. <laughs> Don't seem to be any lights on. No, work. What time is it? Right about now? Yeah. Late afternoon. Hmm. Push okay. pushing five PM. Pushing five PM? Mm-hmm. Work. They might be at work. Don't Do you need to investigate this place or something? Yes. Liz, I don't think it's a good idea you going in here. None of this is a good idea. None of this is familiar to you either, Liz. You have no idea if this is a house where you grew up as a child, Mm -hmm. if this is a brand new house that the people who might have been your parents moved to recently that part of your memory is empty okay yeah none of this is a good idea if you're gonna do this at least let one of us come with you breaking and entering is always better with a friend (laughs) (laughs) if this is a bad idea do you want to try it again later you don't have to do it now bring your friends bring your friend that's a specialist at breaking and entering I don't have a friend that's a specialist at breaking and entering that's left alive so no Uh... yeah you do I don't know that about Akajin. Ironically, Phage literally has the B and E specialty for her larceny skill. Yeah, I had no idea. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Listen, no. Akajin's breaking and entering is just put foot on door, push. (laughs) That is literally breaking and entering. (laughs) I don't. Definitely, it's not the kind of breaking and entering they need here, and you know it. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I made the suggestion. (laughs) All right. uh, What would Liz know about fetches? Are they restricted? Give me an intelligence and a cult roll. Yeah. Let me get what we've got. See how many successes we get here. You know that Nero and his fetch didn't look alike all that much. Yeah. Uh, there's a cult. Okay, I gotta ask. I believe, I absolutely believe. When did Adele tell you this? Uh, when I absolutely believe convers- it. Yeah, but- yeah. When we had the conversation about like, uh, when Adele went looking for information, I believe. I don't know if that was specifically specified, but I'm pretty sure that I got the address from you. Just not like any more details on like whether her family was alive but i 
believe the address was conveyed. He said, I think you're right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just, I literally could not, I, I was racking my brain like, when did she do that? Why was she that dumb? Because <laughs> oh. it was a way to get her off the trail of that's right, whether that's or not right. her parents were alive. Gave a little bit yeah. so you didn't have to give the whole thing. Yep, yep, yep. But with three successes on the occult role, <clears throat> um, you know that fetches are invariably a creation of a true fae. Mm-hmm. You know that if it's possible for a contract to fail when targeting an individual, it'll fail on a fetch. Uh, sometimes things that aren't even supposed to fail. Fey magic, changeling magic generally does not work on a fetch. But a gun does. And you you have some empirical experience that says guns and weapons yes, yes. do the trick pretty well. Um, and you are fairly certain that a fetch knows when a changeling is around. They have okay. more or less changeling radar. Even if it's Got not it. their changeling. Did, um, even if it's not their specific changeling. And if one's around, they will know. Didn't mm-hmm. Nero share that his fetch was reaching out to him in dreams? Yes. Yeah, I believe that, that, yeah. That's yeah, why with, Liz knows that. Yeah, yeah with Liz specifically. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in other words, sneaking in when you think they might be there... Definitely a good idea. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Sneaking in at all. Definitely the best idea. The thing idea. is, right now, there's no one else there, which is why it's tempting. I don't think Liz would have her gun on her, though. No, not really. Okay, but whose gun would she have on her? <laughs> she has a cop's gun. Right. Mm. With mm. one bullet. Mm. Do I only have one bullet left? I'm pretty sure you still only have one bullet left. Yeah, you can get more. Uh, That's good. That's great. I was going to (laughs) say. Have you never reloaded that Basically, until I hear from Mara that Liz specifically finds a way to acquire more ammunition, as far Uh, as I'm aware, she has a bullet. I'm really excited for Liz to just walk walk into a gun shop and be like, I need ammo, and just point at a random box, and then trying to jam... Like ridiculously oversized bullets into like the four, gun. like forty five shells into a nine mil. Right, exactly. Well, no, no, no. it's we're a, ta- a nineteen eleven, so it is a forty five. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. undersized. It's, it, I was yeah, no. It's either it's either she grabs a a, a set of twenty two rim fires and starts trying to load those into a nineteen eleven, or she's like, yeah, those thirty odd sixes look fine, and just no, <laughs> no, fifty cal, undersized 50 cal. is worse the... than oversized because oversized you just go, oh, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't fit. Yeah. Undersized, undersized you like, might be oh, able look, to make fit. It kind of fits. I'm, and then, I'm and just then picturing that goes well. I'm just picturing. List holding the 1911 and holding the 50 cal like round and looking between the two and going, I can make this fit. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs a little help. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Just... So you're parked out front of what might be your parents' house. Ironically, Phage never actually fires the Thunderbore as a gun. So she has the right. same 12 revolver shots she's had since she got the damn thing. Mm-hmm. She's still she's only, she's down to six shotgun shells because she fires that thing a lot more often. But I don't remember 
she pulls out the phone and then suddenly remembers and oh uh and we'll try and go over to the the picture she took of the tracks in the snow yeah. I remember i got those mm-hmm. and we'll show them over to lark probably because we're in the back seat so lark do you see a couple uh a couple and by a couple i mean like 12 photos that are all almost the same <laughs> um of this weird set of footprints there's probably a total of maybe like four three or four tracks Do they look one like... very small foot one very large foot on the other side with the, the weird toe imprints beyond the normal be toe of the boot um, <coughs> but they look like human footprints human enough Humanoid, right? If 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 a human had you know a a size a size nine in kids on one foot and a size fourteen adult on the other foot, and their foot on the fourteen side was too big to even fit the fourteen. Okay, we can go. Mark's like, I All have right. this information. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Phage will head out. Okay. I know we had other places that we needed to hit today. What'd you find? Did you did did he tell you about the wallpaper in the back room? Wallpaper? The wallpaper was wrecked. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, that... Did he tell you about that? No, that never came up. It was a very normal conversation. <laughs> we did not ask about his wallpaper. <laughs> Can't wait for, you know, spring and summer seasons where Liz starts every every interrogation with, tell me about your wallpaper. <laughs> All right, so where are you guys headed then? Um, you, uh, as a reminder, you now know that um, the dude that fed us when we first got back. Yes, thank you. Was yes, present. We were gonna was present the day that she disappeared. Yeah. Um, Joe something. Yes, Johnny Hot or Joey Hot Sauce. Joey Hot Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait. Noodles. Take out the box. It was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. What? What about him? He was apparently present, selling his stuff the day that Queen Gracie disappeared. In the same park at the same time. Huh. I need I need to get some information. Uh, Phage is going to like find a nice place to sit for a minute, and call Sunset Blue. Oh yeah. Okay. It's the private deer. Um. Go ahead and give me a manipulation and socialize. You can add your your spring mantle for this. <clears throat> manipulation. Socialize spring mental. 
Three successes. Three successes. All right. Um, rings twice, and then there's a click. All right, little sister, what? Little sister, that's impressive. Uh, there's some information that might be pertinent to the winter, to the winter war and Queen Gracie situation that I'm going to need from you. How long has Joey Hot Sauce been around? Oh, he's old guard. He's been around almost as long as I have. Almost as long. Give or take a season or two? More than five years. Well, I've got better part of a decade. So, yes. Because there's some interesting coincidences that have sort of lined up here. And I'll be telling Papa Sledge later, so it'll probably get down to you anyway, considering you two seem very close. If you're telling Papa Sledge, darling, it'll get up to me. Mm, fair. Jo- Joey Hot Sauce was present in the same location on the same day as Queen Gracie's dis- or Gracie Arundel's disappearance from the real world five years ago. All right. Which is a coincidence that might get us some additional information if he happens to remember some extra details about that day and someone going missing into the hedge. You should probably talk to him about that then. Probably will. I'm just hoping you might know the best way to contact him. One of the restaurants, probably. I know for a fact he's been spending most of his time there. All right. Uh, Do I recall any of his restaurants? Oh, yeah. Yep. No. um, He's literally got one that's named after him. That is sort of his... He's got a few, but the, 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 the crown jewel is Hot Sauce. It's, that's literally the name of the place. It's down by the Inner Harbor um, and specializes in kind of traditional Americana fusion, as it were. Um, you know, sort of reimaginings and different versions of stuff that would be considered at least traditional American cuisine. You know, so he's got, he's got his own weird Cajun line he's got his own you know a uh, new york italian line he, you know and they're they're all recognizable as an existing line of cuisine but with weird tweaks to them that mortals just eat up like nothing else and changelings recognizes yeah some of this shit comes from the other side of the thorns and Sub-question, how much do you trust Joey Hot Sauce? I trust a man who thinks with his stomach. He's consistent, at least, in most cases. All right. Hopefully he remembers something useful, because this is probably the best lead we've got so far. If the man was right, there then. on the day. Well, how long ago was this? Five years. Bit of a tall order, but he might. Maybe. I feel like watching someone else get taken sort of triggers something in a changeling that might be memorable. 
All right, that's one thing that I can tell you about Joey. He would not be one to stand by and watch someone get taken. Good to know. So this is going to be interesting. He might have some details about where someone might have disappeared then that would be out of his sight where he was where he was at. I'll see what he knows. And if he doesn't have anything useful, we'll probably end up having to follow up with that park. All right. All right. Thank you. We'll put it on your tab. <laughs> she will hang up. Click. All right. Anyone have any objections to heading to hot sauce? What? Was that on speakerphone? Just uh, curious. Mm. What was that? Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. No. Okay. All right. So we'd have gotten both sides of it. I just was wondering about that. Yeah. She, she yeah. wasn't, she didn't have any particular reason to hide any half of that. Okay. Um, we are only three of us. Four. Four. Wait, who's four? Paige. As Paige says Paige. from the front passenger seat. <laughs> from from what I can, from what we've just gathered from Sunset, I don't think Joey is a threat. At least not in this particular instance. But he might be a source of intel. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have the rest of them here, though? Akujin's in our motley now. He is. I think he's trying to fight his demon self right now. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we don't know that timeline. No, I know, I know. Maybe you should call and check. I can't. Hang on. <laughs> I'm going to attempt a text. Uh, it's going to say, are you dead yet? To Akujin. My inner out of the hedge right now, Jack. We'll say you get this while you're out of the hedge. Okay. You get question mark, question mark, question mark. Back. He's not dead. <laughs> Good. Wait, which, which him were you referring to in that? <laughs> the... If you ask, are you dead yet? I think he's going to take it as him, but he, you could also have been referring Ghosts to the other one. Don't... They do do pottery. <laughs> the question, the, you then get another text going... We're done here, about to start the ritual, and then I'll be set. Oh! I need to go dream, too, but hot sauce. We need to go find hot sauce. <laughs> Is this coming across text? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I've got a few bottles in my Jeep. 
Agujin, give me an intelligence and socialize. <laughs> all this going on. Like, <laughs> I give you a plus one on this one. There's a Ferris there like, I'm sorry, are you busy with something right now? Because I thought we were about to do something. Oh, this will be after we finished killing the thing. Yeah, that's Motley texting. Yes, because we're out of the head, so clearly it's after the conversation. That doesn't change what I just said. Uh, three successes. Uh, yeah, just Liz is texting me weird things. Uh, you know who Joey Hot Sauce is. You are familiar with the existence of said change. So after I've got a few bottles in my Jeep, the text goes out, Wait, do you mean Joey? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Also, bottles might be good. <laughs> okay. Beer bottles. Do you want us to meet you somewhere? Yeah. Um. Do we want them to do do to the? If he wants to meet us at Hot Sauce, he's welcome to. But if he's got a ritual to do, he might need to get to that. I'm not gonna pull him away from that if he needs to. I don't. I don't know. Does it need to be now? The the ritual. Give me an Does hour. The blood have to not be dry. You can rehydrate it. Give Give me an hour. Okay. They need an hour. Tell them to meet us there. We'll probably be there talking for a bit. Meet us there. Uh. So to Megan, they're apparently going to be wanting us to meet them at uh at Hot Sauce, <laughs> which is Joey Hot Sauce's place. Yes, I know like what hot hour. sauce is. So I'm gonna go get started on this. Uh why are we going never mind. Just do your thing. Y'all are good if you wanna head out. This I can do on Sarah's my own. like, actually I'd kinda like to stick around and watch if that's okay. Sure, yeah. Yeah, no lie. Alright, come on. <laughs> head back into the hollow. <laughs> Alright. So you step into the hollow, <clears throat> um, having gotten your blade, the blood, and at least a passing knowledge of what you're supposed to do that will apparently activate this item. Which, to clarify, is cover it in the blood. Cover your blood, hands in the blood. Cover my hands in the blood. Cover the blade in the blood. Mm-hmm. Grip the blade with my bare hands, break it, and let mm -hmm. it sit for a day. Right. In the hedge. Okay. So Yep. Let the pieces sit for a day in the hedge. So yeah, he 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 the blood that's on the blade he sort of like scoops he grips the tip of the of the sword and slides his hand up the blade so that all the blood that's on it just sort of pools in his grip, mingling with his own blood as he's cutting his hand in the process. Uh then he brings it back down, goes back up a few times, cutting himself further and also spreading the blood more. Pulls his hand off, wipes both hands in the blood, grips the sword barehanded, looks around for a second, realizes he doesn't really have anything to like balance it on, and just grips and twists the blade to try to break it. Give me... A wits and a cult. Hmm. Does do does any of my dots for like 
my element contract help with that? Not in this case, because this is not about actually breaking the blade. This is something else. Mm -hmm. No dots in a cult. So that's going to be a chance die. <laughs> okay. Nope. So you grab the blade and twist with both hands. And the metal is unyielding. Right. You're pushing as much torque, more or less, into this thing as you can. But something about it is resisting your attempts. Um, something that John might not remember that might be relevant. I believe the line was break the blade over your knee. No, it wasn't. Was it not? Okay, I could have sworn. No. Okay. And there's a there's a sliver of doubt that runs through your mind and you kind of do glance around the interior of the hollow and you see a figure leaning in shadow one that you saw twice before as Walter Gray or at least his his echo seems to be present for this I'm going to... And you see him kind of jerk his, his chin off to the side toward the ring of stones that forms the encirclement of Mira's corpse. I'll walk over towards that, place the blade so that it's balanced on two of the stones, and then press down like he did on his. Give me a strength and athletics. Add your weird. Mm. <laughs> Glad you Too can much. select weird now. Two successes. Megan, as you're standing in the room, there's you've heard metal break before. On set and just, you know, right around. This one's a little stranger. It's not the sound that you would traditionally associate with the break of metal. This one sounds more like an amplified, compressed version of throwing a pine cone into a campfire that sort of pop. Okay. And oxygen as you lean down and then lunge into this thing... And it snaps. There are physical sparks that just very briefly shower out from the blade and then fade into the floor of the hollow. Let go of the broken piece that I'm holding. You take two lethal. All right. And you have... You can see exactly where that damage is coming from. These two deep gashes into the metal of your your palms. One on each side. And the sword is lying there. It's not a full clean break. It's probably in about four or five pieces. Two major ones and then two or three smaller fragments. Let go of the piece that I'm holding. 
looked down at my hands and I sort of like flex open and close my hands. Does the do the wounds hurt like normal or do they feel different? They still hurt like normal, yeah. Okay. Well that stings like a bitch. Yeah, right. Yep. Into a pocket with bloody hands. Pulls yep. out a cigarette. Mm -hmm. uh, pulls out a pack of cigarettes. Pops one out. Lights it. <laughs> Give me a dexterity in athletics minus two. <laughs> <laughs> As you try and <laughs> do fine manual <laughs> movements. Oh, it's going to hurt. With but... bleeding and bloody hands. <laughs> no, I'm more concerned of whether or not you drop the cigarette because it's wet and slippy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can confirm. Does have not easy. Yep, you 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 managed to to get your cigarette out. <laughs> um, doesn't doesn't like fish it out. Just does the squeeze, <laughs> right? Yeah, just, there you go. Teeth. Um, your mouth isn't bleeding. You can yeah. you can just grab it between your lips. Yep, <laughs> light it. Harder to maintain there than you might think. <laughs> True. Um, look down at Mira. Look down at where Mira's lying underneath the bloody broken blade. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on it for me, will you? Look back at the others. As you would expect, she does not respond. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> look back. I look back at the others. In about a day, it'll be different. You want to vag that up for me a little bit more? I don't know what it'll look like. I just know it'll be different. More usable. More powerful. Okay. The... I don't know the details. Gray didn't... I don't know if there was enough of him to pass on more detail, but... I just know that it'll be a more powerful weapon. And a symbol. Anyways, let's go. I should wrap my hands up and we should get going. Yes, you should. Yeah, I'm sure it's a Because you're bleeding. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. Bleeding from a few places. <laughs> like, holding up his arms where he's bleeding from his side. Because I already had two lethal. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be honest. It's not like that's not something you're probably used to, right? Yeah, no. Definitely not used to this. As a first Megan, aid kit. do you have any dots in medicine or no? That's actually the opposite of what I said. But, sure. Um, uh, I don't think that. Actually, I might. Hold on. We will check and see. Uh, I do have a dot of medicine. Okay. No, there's a first aid kit in my Jeep, if not one in the house. Let's get you wrapped up. Yep. Why the fuck are we going to... Uh, once we get out of the hollow, I'll text list. BTWY hot sauce? Question mark? <laughs> Meanwhile, you guys have pulled up in front of the restaurant. Um, it's multi-story building. Um, and e even in the 
frigid and unforgiving atmosphere. Definitely has a full parking lot. Um, and you guys have to find a meter a little ways down the sidewalk. Paige feeds it some quarters. And you guys walk up. The first person to meet you is uh, a hostess. Hi there. Welcome to Hot Sauce. Uh, is Do you have a reservation? Um, would I know if Joey's name would be known in his own establishment? Basically, I'm assuming it would be possible to know that he would be available. Uh, you could, you can certainly ask for him. Yeah. Uh, is Joey around? I mean, I've been needing to talk to him. Is he expect, is Mr. H expecting you? It's personal business. Friend of his. I'll have to ask, um, if you want to, uh, just wait for a minute, I'll mm -hmm. see what we have. No worries. She steps away, um, waving in, uh, you know, a relief hostess to, uh, to take her position. Um, you see a couple people over the next 10 minutes or so who have reservations come in and get seated. Um, and after about 10 minutes, um, an individual steps up and... <clears throat> Bleach blonde hair, cut very short. And dressed in very formal wear. Um, Well-tailored. Not overly formalized to the, the point that they, they look like... It, it looks like a uniform. Just extremely well-fit. Well Guy Fieri, but in a suit. No, this is somebody completely different. <laughs> Fairly much rail thin. Uh, hi, is, I'm Drew. Is he a changeling I'm... or no? No, does okay. not appear to be. I'm Mr. H's assistant, and uh, I'll take you right up. All right. Please follow me. Follow Drew leads you back. Uh, you walk through the restaurant, uh, back through the kitchen, uh, where you can see a number of things being prepared and stuff. It's, and then leads you to a back stair. And Drew folds their hands. I apologize. Uh, I didn't realize that some of you were colleagues. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, he knows that you're on the way up the stairs and uh, first door on the right. Thank you very much. Are there any other changelings here from what we've seen? Give or... me a wits and composure if yeah. you're looking around. Yeah. Sure, I would probably would be. Dink, dink. One success. One here. Two. Two for Lark. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let me sort some data here so I can tell you who you might see. 
Who's on shift today? Who's on shift today, indeed. Oh, man, Jack's got, like, charts and graphs and things. Mostly I have a spreadsheet of every changeling and which motley they're in and what court they're in and what their seeming is and yeah. what their mantle yeah, that's is. Way and more, what their... That's way more work than I do in my... <laughs> <laughs> I just have the darkness, man. I just have like a name generator open open in one tab. <laughs> World of darkness, man. That's the way it. Ha that's the way you do it. Yep. Unless you're me, and then you just have a pile of notes in one corner. <laughs> Functionally, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's just it's just organizational methods. Um, you do see why don't GM World of Darkness? <laughs> you do see uh, one one uh, elemental in the kitchen. Um, he doesn't look up or give you a glance or anything. You definitely see him make eye contact, but just keep on moving. Mm -hmm. um, he's got a he's got a very watery aspect to him. You can pretty much tell waterborne straight from the jump. She just, um, Phage just gives sort of like the, the passing nod. Mm -hmm. Phage, you would know him. Uh, this is Thomas Seasons. Um, he's an elemental waterborne, but he's uh, he's spring court as well. Um, not nearly as high ranked or with as good a reputation as as you, and definitely not on Joey's, Joey's level. Um, mm -hmm. But you do know that he's part of Joey's Motley. Um, and he seems to be doing kind of, he's kind of, assistant chefing i can't remember i don't remember Sous chef. Sous chef. Sous, probably, yeah probably yeah uh he's he and and there's a few things that you see him maneuver back and forth between stuff um and you're pretty sure that anything paranormal that's going into dishes he's responsible for currently mm -hmm. um lark the one thing you notice in addition to this Liz, you saw you saw tom there as well Mm -hmm. um, is there's a little bit of a glance exchanged between Paige and Drew as you all move up the stairs past them. And there's some something there that is either recognized or not quite exchanged. But but the, but there's some social interaction that happens between the two of them without speaking. Right. But you guys run up the stairs, take that first door, which is uh, swinging slightly ajar. And as you enter, it's a very warmly lit room. Uh there's it's a little oversized for an office although there is kind of a there is a desk and a computer down towards one end um but there's also like this actual sort of seat, sitting area as well slightly removed little round coffee uh, oblong coffee table in the middle two couches on either side actually facing <laughs> each other a couple little armchairs and and seating areas ashtray on on one of the side tables um and Joey comes out of a side room, maybe a bathroom or something. He's definitely got his sleeves rolled up and is washing his hands. Oh. Afternoon. See y'all again. Good to see you, Joey. 
Hi. So, three and four. Uh, Paige, right? And Paige nods and gives him a gives him a little bit of a smile. So, came to see the works, or do we have some business to it? Go ahead and shut the door. Mm-hmm. Drew shuts it behind, or uh, I'll shut Drew, it. D- Drew did not come up the stairs. Okay, so, yeah, then I yeah. will shut the door. Okay. Um, here trying to do our part to help with the war. Nah, well. There's a war on, Miss Milligan. Yes, war effort always, always. Uh, so, well, uh, what? Uh, There's some information. What brings the war to my restaurant? There's some information that we got regarding Queen Gracie that we're hoping your and I'm hoping your memory might be as good as a grieving father. Who's Queen Gracie? The person in charge of these oh. goblin attacks. No. Yeah, information not nearly as it, mm. win, winter. Winter season stuff stays quite on the D-Lo. Yeah. But. Or whatever phrase that is. Right. Uh, She'll give the date because I'm pretty certain she would have gotten the date from the guy. I just don't remember it. Um, We definitely got the date. I don't remember it. I mean, you Mm -hmm. got the date before you even talked to him because. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, you got that out of newspapers and Mm -hmm. records. She'll give the the date and the park. Doesn't ring a bell? Um, The woman that we're pretty certain, the child that we're pretty certain became Queen Gracie, Gracie Arundel disappeared from that park on that date and according to the recollections of her father who admittedly is a traumatized man and recalling a very significant event in his life recalled what seems like you moving a stall in that same park on that day i mean that would have been i mean yeah i would that was that was a thing i'll still do it occasionally when the weather's nice uh getting details on a five-year-old food truck appointment is a little i was hoping but if there's any details you might have even if it's just in records on that day we're gonna need some tea for this actually yeah tea right oh you know What me? What? Never mind. Uh, give me a second. And he walks back into that room again, shuts the door behind him. You hear a couple things clank on the the other side, and then he sticks his head back out. Uh, anything for anybody? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, same as mine, or do you just want tea? Yes. Or do you have a blend that you like, or? Uh, half and half. (laughs) Liz has no idea what's going on here. (laughs) Joey's going to need to make it roll. (laughs) Piece together this changeling's words. I think I have a guess. I mean, I have a guess. 
<laughs> My God. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I know what this is. I have a guess what this is. Fantastic. All right. Oh, come on. Welcome to the after school special where List does drugs. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the first time. It's a Okay. Give this man some ability to understand what this person is talking about. Boop, boop. Half and half. You won't get the full effect if we dilute it that way. Hmm. But, hmm. Uh, from my understanding of, of uh, Leaf Finger's notes, um, this would work with the, this um, assists with, with dreams just in general as well, right? Just not, not just hedge sculpting, because that's what it's specific about in, in the notes I got, but um, um are sure. you which one are you referring to? I think to? this is cousin's trumpet, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, okay. Uh not uh so it wouldn't it wouldn't help with dreams, no. Hedge sculpting okay. is its own thing. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um this could be something else though. Uh actually uh, yeah, just half and half. Dude, drugs no. all the way. Anybody else? I'll take some, just some coffee. Thank you. Can do. Lark. I'm good. <laughs> Lark. Whiskey. <Moonshine>. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he, you see him kind of look at Phage, who just gives him a, a quick shake of the head, Paige. and then he nods. Page, whoever I said. You know who I meant. <laughs> the other one. Um, right. And then he ducks back inside. You guys hear a kettle whistle after a bit. Um, and then he comes out with a big tray, with like four blends of tea on it, a couple of cups, there's a very small pour-over set that already has grounds in it. Um, and he basically, over the course of the next minute and a half, whips up everybody's preferred drink as much as possible. Um, you see him steep two cups with uh, a blend of herbs that none of you recognize. Um, and then pulls out something that looks like a citrus fruit slice. Um, but is is weirdly kind of a, a purplish yellow that he squeezes uh, fully into one of his and then does about half the number of, of drops into the one that he passes to Liss. All right. Five years ago, samples Hanlon Park. And I'll give him the description of the girl at the time right. and the situation. any other details or I was just apparently yeah, there handing out free, freebies 
I will give I will give the details of the situation as her father gave them and how he remembered him standing there. Okay. And I was apparently talking to a homeless guy. Okay. Well, that could be anybody. Um, right. Well, we will do our best. And he takes the cup of obviously very hot steaming water and just pours it all the way down his throat in to you phage a fairly familiar manner you're getting the this guy is a gristle grinder just like you just take it down it doesn't matter (laughs) right yeah temperature be damned nobody gives a shit we're eating this um and just kind of settles back into this armchair that he's that he's seated in, you're closing only, his eyes and just letting it digest. You're the only changeling who might have seen this happen, so if you've got any information, it'll help. Liz, yeah. I need you to roll me um, Resolve and Weird. Okay. Um, she's not actually drinking it yet. She's gonna okay. watch and see what. Yeah, she's actually s- waiting on that. Unless okay. it's indicated that she's you need to drink it like right some. away. <laughs> um, give me an intelligence and crafts. Actually, hmm. okay. I'm learning. I'm not gonna get a response. Text. Ah. <laughs> right. Mm, do I want to use that yet? No, I'm going to save it. Okay. So he closes his eyes and just kind of settles in to ruminate a minute. All right. Warm day. Kids around. Parents. Normal park population. Page is taking notes if no one else is. His eyelids kind of flutter a bit as he just keeps up this sort of stream of consciousness talk. Henry stopped by. Excuse me. Henri. Now, we hadn't seen any mention of Cockleberry recently. Yes. The gate was calling and Henry took one for the road. Kids running. Couple followed. Three came back. Not the fourth. Henry was rushing. Couldn't have 
All right. More to hand out. And his eyes blink open. Okay. If you want to get anything out of that tea, you better drink it before it gets cold. Hmm? She'll go put down at that point. What is what is Liz thinking about right now? Um, she's uh thinking about uh Cockleburr and like kind of that conversation, but on the other side, she is honestly trying to remember anything about about the house and if that connects to anything in her memory because that's that's been bothering her the fact that she did not recognize the the street or the building or anything about okay. that so go ahead and roll me resolve like, and weird yeah as you drink down your tea so right about now akujin you guys are headed over to hot sauce yep basically bandage, okay. basically bandage my wounds get in the jeep and go Okay, for the bandaging, I would like, uh, um, is, is Megan going to take point on that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead and roll me a dexterity in medicine, then. Is the, uh, resolving weird something I can spend willpower on? No. Okay. Because this is either it works or it don't. Okay, I got a success. Okay. Uh, Megan, you managed to... <laughs> get those serviceably serviceably bound up so that they shouldn't necessarily be bleeding all over everything. Um, but he's going to want to avoid handwork for a little while. Um, but as you guys drive over and find a place to park, you walk in, uh, and the first person to meet you is a hostess who kind of looks at the pair of you Sarah having headed back to yep. the the Godforsaken's uh, hollow. I would have told her before she left. Mm-hmm. If there's anybody else, uh, anybody else amongst the court that might be interested in maintaining a line of defense like this, tell them to come to me. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll get the word out. Anyway, fast forward back. So, sure. So yeah, walk in, bandaged, smoking right. a cigarette, wearing a biker jacket. Uh, sorry, there's no smoking in here. Do you have a reservation? Oh, sorry. Puts it out in his palm, in his wounded palm. <laughs> you fucking idiot. I'm sorry, habit. The I'm hostess saying, looks like the shit, hostess looks. When that shit gets infected. Don't come to me for that. The hostess looks like she's trying to figure out how do you tell two grown-ass adults, please use your inside voices. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't. Um, right. Looks over at her. Uh, friends of Joey Hot Sauces. Some more of our friends are already here. We have a yeah, we're meeting. We're we're meeting a party of uh, a, a party here. And she nods and just holds up a finger and just dashes off, apparently knowing exactly where she's going. And within about a minute, there's this slim, impeccably dressed 
blonde haired individual. Hi, I'm Drew. Are you with the people who came earlier? Yep. Probably. Oh, right. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Which people are we talking about? There might have been, there might be multiple people. We still don't know if though if our friends there. made it here. Four girls. Third girl, yay, one high, eye. High, yep. high, okay, yay. okay, cool, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on. Right, yeah. And Drew will guide you back through the the kitchen and point you up the stairs. First door on the right. Awesome. Thanks, dude. As we're walking through the door, I'm just like mid talk to Megan. Yeah, no, I just I wasn't thinking. I just put it out. I didn't. Yeah, well, that's all well and good, but <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, I understand, you know, biking gang and all that bullshit, but so there are walls. this conversation there walks are into the room <laughs> as Liz has just downed her tea. Yeah, but and Paige is trying to get more details yep. on. Yeah, there is perfectly good carpet to ruin, and you know what? They can fix that with a little bit of money. You put Megan. a fucking stick. Hey, hold on one second. Half a sentence. Left. You put a fucking cigarette out on your hand, you moron. Yeah, I didn't want to ruin Don't their carpet. Do that. Don't ruin the wallpaper. <laughs> well, as as fa- as Fage is mid sentence on. So who? So who's Henry? <laughs> More to the point, you put a cigarette out on your bleeding, fucked up hand. Yeah, like Faith, I said, I wasn't thinking about Faith it. Turns you and looks some, up. Faith you turns and looks over. medical attention there. Oh, ah, fine. Fuck, you like, right if, fucked up. If you uh, want to poison yourself, just get the Clorox and inject it straight into your veins. Um, Faith is, Faith this is, is 2018, to... before that was actual political advice from the President <laughs> of the United States. That is true. <laughs> But it, yeah, that is true. <laughs> but the point stands. But the point it's is still just you, as idiotic. People said that that that's what makes that whole thing even worse. Is we <laughs> used to say that kind of shit is a joke because yeah. no fucking smart person would ever do that. Yep. Uh, Fade, Fade, uh, are you like actually? Do you have like wound levels? Yeah, I'm at four wound levels. I'm at Fade, four, four lethal. Yeah. Fade, will walk up and put a hand on your shoulder, and I'm going to spend a glamour and a willpower. Actually, no. Uh, no, he. Ha- I have not expressed a familial love with him yet. So, yep. technically speaking, I have spend the glamour. The catch. Mm. Uh, spend the glamour and the willpower, and I'm going to roll wits, medicine, and mantle. You have a healy power now. He. Yep. Phage can poke people better. Hmm? You regain four lethal. It's not half successes for lethal? I think, hang on. Uh, each success allows the roll to chain link to downgrade one of the target's lethal wounds to a bashing wound. So, yeah. Okay, so, so yeah. Your, your four lethal become four, four bashing. Four lethal become four, four bashing. Now. So what does that look like? Um, I think so, with, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with, with Phage in particular, she kind of places a hand on you and just kind of exhales. And there's this, there's the scent of like the combination of flowers in bloom but like the kind that you would use to season a meal like the kind of decorative flowers that that make very good spices um and the wounds themselves kind of um almost like a um 
there's like the faint there's the faintest bit of smoke like would be rising from like a hot meal and the wounds just kind of close they just bruise over yeah it smells like lavender and sage is what yeah. is what Down. you're getting at. <laughs> oh, good. Now I can do this without you falling over. Thwack back up the back side of the head. <laughs> hey, Sage, how are you? Ting. Hi, Megan. I wonder if Hi. that hurts Megan's hand. <laughs> Megan knows how to hit hard objects without hurting her yeah. hand. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> of the oh, people that are accidentally nice. going to bruise themselves on Akujin's body, Megan is kind of at the bottom of the yep. list. <laughs> nice, it doesn't hurt anymore. And Megan, you know, he had been like sort of clinching and unclinching his left hand the entire yeah. time, just like sort of feeling, like sort of riding the pain. It's right. Like... Oh. Thanks. I didn't know you could do that. It's a recent ac- It's a recent acquisition. Contracts with Spring slowly evolving. New people. Hot beverage, yes, no? Uh, whiskey. No. Toddy? Don't make the whiskey hot. That's gross. No, with ice. <laughs> Seasonal. Have you have you never had a hot toddy? I'm sure I have. That is that's not what okay. I want. <laughs> that is a different thing. Yes, it and is. And whiskey heated Warm. up. <laughs> Warmed whiskey and a hot toddy are two very yeah, different no, things. Very, very different things. <laughs> he clarified with ice. Right. Um, uh, whatever you've got that's strong. Two of the same, then. And he stands up and moves into his side room again and then comes back with a, a whiskey in a decanter, uh, several glasses, shaves some ice off to make them nice and round, you know, does does yeah. the, the full sequence of this will chill the whiskey without watering it down with melted ice thing, um, you know, drops it in, clink, clink, and drinks are served. Megan, have you kicked the shit out of anybody cute lately? Uh, not cute. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry, I don't consider your evil self cute. There, I didn't either. Um, not, not, not particularly cute lately. Sadly, we'll get there. I'm sure, based on the way that this shit is going. Oh, all right. Uh, Phage, are these two characters involved with? Uh, Akujin's in the motley. Megan's been providing assistance recently. Oh, good. Well. So, uh, back to my question: Who's yes, Henry? Yes, no, there, there was, there was. Much as I love a party, there was a point. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, uh, Wax Henri was a gentleman who was part of our number several years ago. He disappeared um, along with Walter Gray, right? Polly and Lacewing. Uh, yes. Are, that was the list I... of names. That was the list of names that I uh, took to Phage. That was the list of names that Papa Sledge gave me. Um, but the day in question, uh, apparently he did stop by and speak to me. Um, based on 
the recall tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cocklebur, who is another member of the old guard, as it were, um, had gone missing, um, as he was wont to do from time to time. Uh, but back in those days, when there were only a handful of us in the city, any time that happened, people got a bit nervous. Henri was one of the easiest to get nervous. Uh, so he was beating the thorns, trying to figure out if he could figure, he'd determine where Cocklebur had uh, scarpered off to. And... But no, he uh, he came and spoke to me, touching base, trying to figure out if anything strange or odd had been going on. I hadn't seen anything particular other than the usual. Um, and so he wandered off to go probably accost somebody else about his concerns, uh, but took one from the cart and then uh, dipped into the hedge. I didn't think much of it at the time, um, but you know how it is being us around children. Mm-hmm. They tend to notice things, and they are inherently curious. Um, a number of them sort of wandered off after him, and I remember four now, and... Granted, this is this is this is the tea remembering things. Grain of salt, very small grain of salt, but still grain of salt. It is not one hundred percent. I remember four going. I I appear to have processed four going off after him and three coming back. And that fourth would be our Gracie Arundel. Most likely, I believe, out of the. I think there was a young girl among that quadrant that uh, followed after him. Uh, I don't remember her reappearing to my mind's recollection. Stumbled in edge after it. That's given us more information than we had before. If I were you, I would say I know your concerns but Henri was a fairly single-minded individual. But he might have left a door open. Henri, French. Yes. Yes. I, I'll look at the others. The other half of the letters. Is Liz conscious right now, mm. or am I busy? So Liz. Yeah. With one success... You find yourself just sort of lying back in your chair as, to an extent, a firecracker goes off somewhere in your brain. Okay. And you get this very intense memory of riding a bike up and down the sidewalk. You're pretty sure in along Kentucky Avenue. The wind blows against your face and kicks up some leaves that have fallen. You're not sure if that means autumn or just debris. 
but you suddenly have a very vivid childhood memory. You're probably, you would say you're probably about eight or nine years old in this. She's going to keep her eyes closed and trying to hang on to that for a while. The bike is kind of periwinkle and, and red. It's got streamers from one of the handlebars, but not the grip on the other one. Yep, yep. And you're, you, you, you can feel your thumb sort of twitching where you're seated on the couch as you're just ringing its bell over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Just enjoying the noise that it makes. Yep. Can I turn the bike? No, this is a memory. You can't okay. change it in any right. way. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a, a lucid dream or anything. This is mm-hmm. this is a recollection. What year is it right now in this game? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. This would be a year before everything started to go to hell. Two. Couple years. If if it was five years ago, it'd be 2013 was when she disappeared. And then Mm -hmm. 2014 was when Walter Gray wrote his letter about someone's betrayed us. Oh, that. Yes. That. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I thought you meant I thought you meant when the mass exodus started rolling out of the hedge. (laughs) I was like, no, no, it's it's more than it's more than a year before. Yep. I thought Mm -hmm. you meant in sort of a cosmic sense, in which case a year you're about Two millennia off. <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, the year after. That's when Henri and Walter Gray started communicating, or at least these letters. I've got letters. Yeah, we've been finding corresp- old correspondence from Walter between Walter Gray and others while they were hunting way back before they disappeared. <clears throat> Okay. Walter never. Well, Walter was winter, so there's no telling. Hmm. I never saw him with Henri all that much, but unless there's someone else notably French that disappeared along with him, or someone else that used Monfrère in there, that that would use say, yeah. in writing. I know several. Not to not to throw cold water on that idea because that might be the case, but. I know several people who just toss off random, random French phrases. phrases, not necessarily French, but in other languages because they become cliches here in the U.S. Well, this person's writing is very French, I will say. Um, not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily make them that person. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't guarantee that it's wax on re, but... It makes it more likely, considering he's one of the ones who disappeared. Anne Rice's writing is very French. That doesn't make her French. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but of all the people that were, of all the people that disappeared that day together in the hedge. What? 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 Liz, are you okay? Yeah. Uh huh. That is a that is a not okay sound. I'm fine. This what happened with that is also a not okay sound. What? What'd you say? 
What uh stuff? It's fine. Uh what are we what 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 is happening? We've got, we've got I more have information. That exact same question all of a sudden. Huh? Uh-huh. There's lots of things happening. It's very confusing. Okay. We've... Do we have anything more we need to find out here? I think I think that about covers all of our questions. We've got more information to work off of, and I think it's time I got my report to Papa Sledge. If uh, you need um, the Hanlon Park gate, I can give you a description there. That would be helpful. Yeah, that'd be useful. Yes. Uh, it's just down from... It's in between... So you've got a baseball diamond um, opposite tennis courts. Gwyn's Run, the stream, uh, comes out of one of the the little retention ponds there. And if you make a triangle, kind of, between the court and the home plate, and the parking area in that area, there's a pair of trees that cross over. Um, and that's our gate. That's usually, yeah. And because that was five years ago, they may have cut one down or anything. Mm-hmm. But you open a gate in that rough area in that triangle, you'll come out roughly where it's it's the best spot because you know most people most people's attention are diverted is there anything known on the other side of that uh, any trod or just straight hedge there's there's a couple there's there's some trod that crosses through there um i think i think it connects to the uh the fucking the the conservatory there the in Strap. Druid Hill. Yes. Uh, that runs through that general region. So if you were headed for a trod there, that's probably where you'd be. You'd probably be linking up with that one. At the other end where we end up. All right. Great. Thank you. Bye. She's going Did to try work? and move people. Yeah. Uh huh. It worked great. I'm fine. No, you're not. Talk to somebody. I will. Good girl. Grab Bye. someone. Thank you for your help. But yes, or Lark, whatever my name is, Lark will go with Liz. <laughs> She's basically trying out. to like bodily move the, the whole group. It it's not yeah. working, but Phage will help get everybody out and out okay. of the restaurant. Is is Megan following along or Yeah. Because she still has no fucking idea what's going on. You were there when we were talking about letters. You were huh? th- you were there when we were talking about the letters uh, at at Adele's yes, house. Yes, one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 like I don't think Megan got of this whole plot has not been explained to Megan. Oh yeah, yep. don't worry, it'll yeah. be no in a second. No idea hopefully. what's going on. Yep. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it will be in a second. Because as soon as we get out of like range of you know out of the restaurant and a little bit ways away, let's get back to the cars before we start discussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henri. 
French. Yes. Yeah. We, yeah. Okay. You, uh, you were still, yeah, eyes closed. Yes. Wait, Henri, what? French, what? the other half of the letters, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Eyes closed? My eyes were... Your eyes were, were closed. Yes. When what we is... came in. You were, you were remembering uh-huh. something. Perhaps. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Perhaps so... somewhere besides around our cars might be a good cut point for in cars in cars open doors (laughs) go we can all fit in one car and if we're shouting from one car to another we might as well have the conversation out let's get let's Let's, get back to the hollow let's head back to the talk let's head back to the thing you all have a uh y'all don't have a cb in that car no not in this thing yeah Let's get back to the hollow, and we'll what? cover this. But it, mm, There's a lot to discuss, and we need to do it yes, somewhere safe. Yes. Fine. Let's go. Okay. Drive back. Reconvene at the crack house. Um, and... Okay, so... Everybody unloads, bundles inside, and... This conversation happens. All right, so let's get everyone up to speed because I feel like there's four or five different levels of understanding to what's going on happening. Yeah. So we're in the middle of the Winter War. We all understand that. Yeah. I look at Megan. <laughs> look at uh, hobgoblins being led by Queen Gracie, who we believe to have previously been Gracie Arundel, are. Coming in, attacking, taking people's uh, taking people's limbs and body parts and things and leaving. Fingers. Fingers, yeah. No nose. They're not taking noses. We've got as far as scenes of that, there was the mugging, there was the mug, the, the pile of bodies that was next to where Summer fought with an army of hobgoblins. There was the boat that <clears throat> I found. There's been some mugging and maimings coming up on the news. There have been? Yeah. Yeah. Like when? Where? Uh, when you were getting shit-faced. Two days ago. Oh. When? Three, five? Local area news. We should look into that. Anyways. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so there's more muggings happening. Presumably more hobgoblins coming through, which means we're not Certainly matches them. the pattern. Yeah. The, uh... We plugged a hole that were coming through down by the fort where the border patrol are. Uh, not McHenry. Um, no, the other one. Jack, what's the name of the place where Mr. Green is? What's the question? What's the name of the place Mr. Green hangs out at? Um, his location is called, as I look up my notes, <clears throat> Armistead. Yes, Fort Armistead. Armistead. Yeah, I was like, I know it's that yeah. that one fucking Civil War general from Gettysburg. We plugged the hole. We plugged the hole down by Fort Armistead, but they're still getting in. Obviously, five years ago. Five years ago. Gracie Arundel disappeared at that Hamlin. park, Hamlin, Hamlin, Hamlin park, park, where Henri, where Wax Henri and Joe Joey Hot Sauce were at. 
presumably from what he told us followed wax on re into the hedge followed wax on re into the hedge on re didn't close it properly behind him as he was going through presumably Wait. joey went in the hedge no no aunt gracie arundel followed wax on re into the hedge is how she, she disappeared in. yeah okay so she wasn't taken she wandered in that explains things that part where she wandered in is further down the trod from where we found that trap that Walter Gray and presumably Henri Lacewing and Polly set. <clears throat> but that was that was later. We have a series of letters that have been that were going back and forth between Walter Gray and someone else. Who we can presume based Henri. on information right now might be Wax Henri. Might be Wax Henri, but we can't confirm just yet. From who to Wax Henri? Gray. Walter Gray. Okay, right. Yeah. Between the two of them. About a privateer. Yes, about them hunting a privateer, which started yeah. happening just after Gracie disappeared into the hedge. The year after. The year after, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've you've you met and talked with Gracie's father. Yes. yes. And she'll lay out the information we got from Gracie's father. Okay. We know she's been we know she was trying to get in contact with him but couldn't, based on the stories that we have in the book that you stole, pointing at Liz. Mm-hmm. We know she's trying to Sentries. build a family. Hmm? Maybe. Sentry, two footprints in the snow outside, back of the house. Picture? Yeah, share the pictures of the footprints, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hob, maybe? Do I know, do, do I know of any, like, have I ever seen any hobgoblins that misshapen? You haven't, but yeah. hobgoblins come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. The... As, um, let's see. Do you guys think Akujin or Megan, either of them, would have been to the Goblin Market at any point in the yeah. last? Yes, time? absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the thing that it reminds you most of is the blunderbores, the market security, the guys that are basically gorilla arms up front and teeny little legs in the back. But yeah. this one is. Half and half, <clears throat> left and right. Left and right, rather than front and back. But those are also... Or top and bottom. Those would also be classified as hobgoblins. Oh, yeah, they absolutely yeah. would. So some sort of misshapen hobgoblin, probably. Or something else. Yeah. That seems likely, but who the fuck knows? Yeah, can't can't confirm, but potentially. <clears throat> what did the What did the prince look like again? One uh, there was there was what there was one like regular small human sized foot and one enormous foot that looks like the toes had broken out of a pair of boots because there was a boot print and then some toe imprints in front of the boots and like I at least in my drawing they're kind of like kind of sharp it might be like claws or something possibly like claws or long toenails yeah um. Just on the off chances, 
Jeremy's roller darkness brain spins. Um, Jack, what is the possibility that there might be knowledge of 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 the that werewolves exist? Give me a intelligence and occult minus three. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's a chance roll, but let me see. I have no idea. I'm just gonna Were say werewolves that. mentioned in this campaign prior, or was that a different campaign? Uh, Liz Believe? saw a bloody dream, but I wasn't sure if it was uh, that was a different fire one werewolf or something. Was uh, there was there a park that was said to have it like werewolf presence, or was that vampire? That was that was Walking Shadow. That was Walking Shadow. Okay, I'm mixing up. Yeah, I'm mixing up your there was, case. So you good. Said, that you, you said Sorry. intelligence occult. Intelligence occult. Yeah, that's definitely a chance roll. Do you know there are other um, nope. okay. supernatural things? Because uh, Raven's not the right name, but the changeling that we were tasked to go and um, like call off from lurking around and being menacing in, um, was it like the Silica or something else like that? Um, at another park, uh, like when we first got out, that was one of the things we had to do to... Um, uh, Payback, uh, either getting the IDs or something else for like the assistance the when we first got out. I was getting the IDs. Yeah, there was. Uh, so we do know that there are other supernatural things that aren't just changeling. I mean, we also know that because Adele talks to ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But, yeah. But knowledge of specifically werewolves, I don't know if any of us have. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't think I'm werewolves be... specifically yeah. come up. Mm-hmm. Would it be fair then? I want to make sure I'm not meta, meta, blah, of just because I'm sorry, that is a perfect movie werewolf sign, right? Oh, absolutely, there. it is. <laughs> of just saying, are werewolves a thing? Because that sounds like a fucking werewolf to me. Who the fuck knows? I wouldn't put it past a, a fade and make a werewolf. I wouldn't. I. I both hope they aren't and are, but I have no idea. I hope they aren't, because that'd be terrifying. I hope they are, because that'd be one hell of a fight. You're weird. I just sort of hold my arms out. (laughs) I mean, that would be a hell of a fucking fight. Right? (sighs) Or a hell of a other things. Mm. All right. That too. But anyway. Well, I mean, there's folks like Diego, though. Yeah, and I wouldn't put it past one of, you know, one of the gentry to make something like that. Let's look over at Megan. Diego, wolf boy. Okay, My fair. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely had a... Yeah. He's my lieutenant. He's he he's a right right. No, he I looks see. like a. He, he was at the he was at the the bar. He looks like one of those people that go to furry conventions. Except his is real, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Liz has just been introduced to the concept of furry conventions. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I think this is information that at this point it needs to be brought up to Papa Sledge. And there's another question here. 
At this point, we haven't told anyone higher up about the existence of the privateers. They need to know at this point, I think. Someone does. Nobody. Papa Sledge and Blue are in the same motley. Blue's one of the ones they cleared. But maybe not. Is there a reason not to be is there a reason to be suspicious of Blue? Not at the moment. She's old. Yeah, but someone um, in the old guard is going to have to help at this point. Someone in the old guard's helping them. Yes, and that's the problem, but Tip Blue... hands. You don't do that when you're playing cards. There's a Blue difference is... here though, Liz. We can't get we we can't get anything done without help from someone higher up. Also, Ghost Adele is so proud of Liz right now. <laughs> also, Ghost Adele is just like, yes, finally, someone in this group. You don't tip your. There are also times when you strategically tip your hand. Yeah. If the if if a, there's a privateer among us and everyone knows, it's going to be a lot harder for them to operate. Panic. What? Okay. Just... We panic at the drop of a hat and we're already in the middle of a war no one's talking about. I feel like more people knowing a privateer exists, even if it causes a little panic, is worthwhile. more worthwhile than them not knowing and getting carted off without being aware that there's danger. Sunset Blue didn't want me to tell anyone about... I had to do a pledge for okay. the dream. And not tell anyone about your prophetic dream, which is understandable, especially in her position. There was a war coming. We didn't have time to prepare. Did she know what your prophetic dream was going to reveal beforehand? Mm-mm. And then it happened, and then... Why did... Why... Why... And why did she not want you to reveal it? I don't know. Just don't... Okay. I mean, that's that's not out of character for her, to be fair. Probably. Sunset, likes to, Sunset but, likes to keep her own set of cards. Honestly, she probably didn't want you to reveal... If it, if, it, if, it tell, if it told of a war during winter, she probably didn't want you to reveal it so that it would make winter look bad. Because that's how a lot of the people in this game play it. Rather than but, being concerned about other people's safety. These, yeah. these, these people who have been... And, Walter Gray and probably Wax Henri, who have been working, who had been working at trying to figure out who the privateer was for years, cleared Sunset Blue. We haven't been doing this for months. And then they disappeared. Yeah, chasing down a fae. And trapping it. Who might have been, as is mentioned in the letters, their... What's what's the exact phrasing? Fucking yeah, beware! Their, who might have been their customer, as they as they had mentioned in their letters. So thoughts. Yep. Lots. If there's a yes, uh, if there's if there's a privateer, that's obviously I understand the. I think so. I understand the I see both sides of this because on one hand yes more people knowing is good on the other hand 
It would be tipping our hand to whoever it is, assuming that they're assuming that they're they're there now. And two, when we are about to gear up for ward, we really want people looking at each other, saying, "Are you going to drag me back to to the gentry?" Now is not necessarily the time. I don't like holding back information as a rule. Like I said the other night, more people need to know about the war. Definitely. Um, but if it's something that's going to make people suspicious of working together, now may not be the best time for that. I don't think everyone needs to know there's a privateer right now while the war is going on, but I think people who have to make vital decisions like Papa Sledge and Sunset need to have that information. Does War Dancer already know? I don't think War Dancer does as far as Did we're we aware not tell Oh yeah, they fucking need to know. Yeah, then War Dancer at the very least. They really, really need to know. Um, yeah, the people yeah. who are making the decisions about this war need to know this stuff. And I'll vouch, Absolutely. For, and I'll vouch for War Dancer. Is... 100%. I will not vouch for Sunset Blue, but, but you know... <laughs> we already have people that do, though. Like, yeah. our, our people who have devoted their several years before they disappeared into hunting this this privateer vouched for Sunset Blue. Well, I don't think I don't think that she's she's involved, but I'm not willing to. Uh, I don't know well enough to vouch. So if somebody else has, awesome. Um, Can Liz use her panamancy right now? Sure. Yeah. Um, to, about this plan to to kind of tell is that a once ups. is that a once per day thing? Yep. You've already once, used it. Today. No, it's a once per chapter. A oh, once thing. per yeah. chapter thing. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Never mind then. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Once yeah. per session. Once per session. Once per session. Okay. Never mind then. And it's wits and composure. Yes, it is. Minus one. Because, yep. you know. Uh huh. Two successes. And she's specifically asking for what again? Um. Uh, so about this, basically trying to assess this plan to tell the higher up. She's worried about Sunset Blue, um, less worried about the um, uh, summer angle because, as far as we we haven't done a whole lot with them, and they seem fairly like straightforward. But yeah, um, kind of assessing that that plan basically. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so you look at the lamp off to your side and let that light burn into your best functional eye glance off to a vacant spot on the wall and the blob is a little hard to interpret it's kind of got a chunky bit and then a longer bit and then some weird fuzzing around one end. And... and suddenly, and Jeremy, I'm going to put some words into your previous character's mouth. Feel free. Suddenly, something comes to your mind that Adele told you once. Knowledge is a tool, but you don't give a five-year-old a fucking chainsaw. 
I mean, she definitely would have said that. <laughs> she 100% would have said that. Um, and the sort of, like, you, you can see the virtue in definitely telling people who need the information to make wise decisions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You can also see the risk of just dropping this kind of news on the entire freehold, especially yeah. during such a tumultuous time. And your only sort of resistance to that side of the argument is when is it not a tumultuous time? Mm-hmm. When is when when is the good time to tell people that at some point in the past and possibly still active changelings were working with the true Fey? Yep. In this city that everybody is still trying to scratch out a safe spot for themselves in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to tell everybody right now. But I think the people who are trying to fight this war need to know. At the very least, like with Joey Hot Sauce... When you provide new context for past events, it can change the way you perceive others' actions. So, if the old guard knows that one of their number is acting as a privateer, that might change their perspective on activities others of their group have been doing. Suddenly, someone who misses one or two meetings at crucial points in time might not have such a solid alibi anymore. Yeah, no, legit, 100%. Uh, it's, yeah. Oh. So if War Dancer, Papa Sledge, Sunset Blue, handful of others that, are, that have been around a long time know, and know that Walter Gray and the others disappeared, disappeared hunting them, they might be able to real quick put a finger to a suspect. And that's one other threat that we can get dealt with while we're also fighting a war. It said, all right, this is not necessarily related to that. It's just, it's vaguely related frustration. My understanding, based on what you guys have said so far is, even if you haven't told everyone, you guys have passed some information to people in charge about this whole thing, right? About the war. Yeah. The, pri the privateers have been completely quiet so far. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about the war part. There was a death in the family. Right. So. A couple. I, I, I know. Summer's, I Summer's fully aware. We've been fighting it. Um, and Sunset Blue, at least in spring, is aware, and so is a good. And so is Autumn knows after the after the after the firefight that just went down here. Winter knows too. They just don't tell anybody. Okay, but we need to be clear here. When you say, basically, you just described every court, but Spring knows. 
are you talking about the people in charge or if you talk to a random spring you know autumn court member on this street are they going to be aware of this the people in charge know from what i can tell why do the rest of the people not know as uh jack as far as i'm aware all of summer knows Give me anybody who wants to know about say, their personal court. Give me a wits and politics. Mantle apply. How about? Yeah, yeah, mantle would apply. Mm-hmm. Because it's I would, uh... I would just assume based on the number of losses we've had that all of summer knows. Oh, never underestimate never. how many losses can be. I'll make that. I have, I have, I have a hidden under things. I have I have no successes, but I know that Joey Hot Sauce had no fucking clue who was in charge of the enemy force. So I know that Spring doesn't know everything. Can I spend a willpower on this? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I got one. Two. One success. Okay. My mantle's the only thing that helped me there. <laughs> so Larkin less. Um, Autumn, you would say, is probably fairly aware. They might not know nuances, but given the fact that most of the Autumn Court showed up to the wake and the fact that the wake was clearly held in the aftermath of a battle and that Barnaby has been present for a large number of this, these incidents. There's also doubly the speech that Phage gave at the wake, which was not subtle. Right. Any of Autumn who didn't know is probably digging the fuck into this. And if you know anything about Autumn, they are very good at ferreting out information that they want to learn. If you don't know, now you know. Mr. President. Um, Megan for, for Spring. Politically, you would say from from that standpoint, it's probably a this is winter season. We're the ones who take over for them. Let them shit the bed on this. Makes okay. our job yep. easier. What I said about summer. <laughs> or what about some summer blue? Oxygen for summer. They know. They just don't have a fucking target because none of the intel has been delivered to them. Yeah. So they are most likely camped out at Fort McHenry, have all the guns cleaned, all the blades sharpened, and are just waiting for someone to give them a goddamn bullseye. Yeah. Bristling pine cone. So yeah. So, yeah. And winter, from what you guys have picked up, is being winter about this. Shit, something's gone horrible. Okay, go to ground, give them no targets, come up for air afterwards. Mm. I hate our court system sometimes. Oh, you're not the only one. Yeah. Summer's summer's ready and waiting. That doesn't surprise me at all. Summer's always ready and waiting. I mean, that's fair. Would you rather we weren't? So... Summer's ready. Autumn's looking 
winner's going to win her. There's nothing we can do about that. Hey, I think you and I need to visit some court members. We do. And, and beat people until they get their, their beaten asses out into the street. You're not wrong. We we need to get people moving. But if if winter isn't going to give summer a target, we need to get them the intel we've got so they can try. I mean... Target. Winter That's an important question. If winter we was willing have to fucking, a target. If winter was willing to fucking help, we could well, probably have a target by now. Actually, we do have a target. We know where at least one goblin camp is. And we know there's relevant intel there. We only got a bit of it. And look what it cost us. Well, that was because it was just... Actually, it didn't. Because there was no support for yeah. you guys. Yeah. And also, it didn't actually cost us much. We got out of that pretty Scott clean. Well, sorry. The get the intel we, later cost us, but that attack didn't cost. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, we didn't have any support. We know we've got lines. We've got directions to look. We just need backup. And if Winter's not going to do the scouting, we'll do it in their stead. I'm not going to complain about winter winter looking like shit, I'll be honest. But <sighs> if Autumn can if Autumn can find the information that will point us in the right direction, summer can sweep in and spring can run support. We can get the courts working together, which is what we're going to need to do to end this thing. But we need to talk to everyone, and we need everyone to be on roughly the same page, at least as far as the war is concerned. Think Kashabath is winter? Mm-hmm. Do I know? Uh, do I recall Kashabath's court? Um, give me an intelligence and politics, politics minus. Um, ba, 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 ba. I've never really interacted with Hushabeth. <laughs> Minus four, actually. Hmm. Yeah, it's been a while. Because Mantle wouldn't help identifying other courts at all, would it? No. Because the only time we've ever seen Hushabeth was from a window on a second story. <laughs> That'll be That's a chance. A couple of you saw her face to face at a doorway where she waved and did some sign language. <laughs> nope, nothing. You don't remember. Oh, that no. was a chance die for you. It is, because intelligence and politics minus four when I only have three dice is going to be a chance oh, die. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha. Yep. Yep. But we can get all, we can get at least our three courts working together. Doing, working to their strengths. We can do that. Go winner. ahead and give me an intelligence and. That's a triangle. Socialize. Uh, okay. Wait, wait, who? Me. Megan. Okay. Megan. Hold on, I have to check my check my This um, is one of those rare uh intelligence pools where you can spend a willpower if you'd like. Okay. Uh do 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 which is uh, the the storyteller's way of saying you should probably put a willpower into that. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Presence, manipulation, persuasion. Okay. Um, it's where the socializes and on that list. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to because whenever you present me with an opportunity to spend willpower, 
I will happily spend willpower. <laughs> Good fucking thing I spent willpower. All right. With two successes. If they are looking to get the word out to the most people as quickly as possible and have the biggest social influence, there is a specific designated keyhold venue for that very purpose. It's called the commons. Yep. Time to crash our old party, I guess. No, it's time to set up a party. Ooh. Set up a war conference. First, so I need I I need to satisfy my deal with Papa Sledge, right? And we need to get and we need to get this conversation started. Let Megan finish. Absolutely, but we also need to have an overarching plan. We can't just be like, okay, here's the vague thing. Now let me go do this, and we'll figure out the rest later. So, here's I think here here would be my suggestion to you guys. Um, you guys might actually enjoy this a little bit because this is where you get to go to people that you potentially have grudges with right now and you don't necessarily have to play nice because security is at stake here and and if they give you shit about it <clears throat> new controllers of the commons um you can you can get a little bit yelly. Um, tell them to set up a set up a situation, set up a party, an event, an event, something that will get everybody there. They're in control. They have to figure out what that is. You and me, Paige. We need to have a conversation with Sunset Blue, and it's not going to be a pleasant conversation. Because she's letting our court do nothing. Yeah. And I do not mind getting my ass kicked for yelling at her. Um, those are the, the, the... Everybody needs to make sure that everybody is there probably including winter i don't know how that's going to happen they're the one court i just don't understand at all they'll hear about it they'll be there i understand they'll hear about it but no they might not be there you know their philosophy hide they They will will... not be they will not be at a place where everybody is gathered in the middle of a war they won't be visible at the very least but they'll have eyes they always have eyes but we need them all to be there We'll figure that that we can also leave to the that's gonna keepers. be the trick. That's gonna be the hard part. Well, I'll put that one on leaf finger. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. That's that that's their responsibility to find some reason that everybody's gonna show up. They want they wanted to take the commons for a power grab. Now they get to deal with the shit of having to run it. Now they have the responsibility, exactly. And it's win win because either they do their job. And, and 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 we and get our meeting or they fail and they understand how it fucking sucks or they fail and you get to make a move yeah megan yep are, are you in a motley yet i am not in a motley i look, uh, I look at the other three why aren't you like doubled 
doubled. You're you're mean in your mask. Oh, uh, I am. It's just that my mean is very similar to my mask. They're essentially identical, except for you know. Burn scars. That was that was all that 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 my torturer did to me. Repeatedly, I would assume if that took up if that no, took no, up just, its its well, place in your mean. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that because I'm not sure. I don't remember a whole lot outside of getting dragon breathed on once. Mm-hmm. Phage. Um, it's a whole thing. Phage. Your argument will probably have a bit more standing if you've got a motley mate by your side. I mean, you're not wrong. We've got two autumn, one spring. I'm high enough up in summer that I don't need a partner. I mean, I'll yell at Sunset Blue either way. It's fine. I look at the other two sort of trying to gauge if they have a particular objection. I would rather go yell at Leafinger. You'll be coming with us to yell at Leafinger, I promise. Oh, okay. I feel like all I of us we will go yell at no, no, Yeah, okay. we're all, Sorry, we're all going to yell at Leafinger. But, okay. but it's best all if right. we have a united front, I say, indicating Megan and the rest of us. I'll provide the batons okay. for when we go yell at the Leafinger. Because yelling can be done with weapons, too. In that case, I'll come with you if you want me to. But the question that's being asked right now, Faye says, indicating Megan, and then to the rest of us. I don't think you're making it clear to everyone. They're asking... She's asking if if y'all want me in the motley. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> there you go and the penny drops you guys are real good at communication Paige understood what I was saying yes yes I'm just curious why don't why haven't you joined a motley um honestly I found more value A I haven't found anybody that's compa- that's particularly compatible um, a lot of people, when you join a motley, you're joining an entire group of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are individuals that I absolutely adore in this city. Um, there's very few full groups that I think I am, let's call it compatible with. That's a big part of it. Um, and I tend to be, I tend to make a lot of friends outside my court, um, which is, which is useful, but it also makes it a little bit weird when you're like, you know, somebody, somebody who's a full, full spring court motley or the like. So eh, just haven't found the right fit basically. Well, I'll ask the question to you in reverse. Would you want to join this, Motley? I mean, I don't hate any of you. Does that help? I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, 
Actually, it does. Actually, a marked improvement <laughs> on the previous perspective. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, that is a hell of a step up. <laughs> uh, I mean... How about this? I would certainly be willing to give it a go. On, I don't know how how what how regularly you guys renew your pledge. But is it possible to have someone pledged into a motley on a different duration than the rest of the motley? Um, only if the the cost balances out because there's some durations that are basically same cost. Right. Well, because like a year, a, a, yeah, like you, you have to balance the, the, the penalties out. But Question. Because I was sworn in at a different time than the others were sworn in, does my year and a day run out at a different point? Technically, yes. <laughs> so yes, it is possible to have different durations. I mean, do you want to swear in for a month? Last, I'd be willing to give it a month. And she looks over. Or the if you don't want to do a full swearing, which is which, uh, I'm good either way. You know, say. Yeah. And she'll look. She'll look at the other two. It's up to you guys. I am good. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty easy going. So. She had my. She, looks. she had. She had my back without needing to, which for me is enough. To be but, fair, and in the interest of full honesty, you asked me if I wanted to kick something, kick something's ass, and that sounded like fun. Like I said, and then when I fully explained what was going on, you didn't back down. No, because but yeah, nasty. like cost of a cost of duration cost a moon and a season would are mathematically the same cost, so you could do either one if you were doing one. Yeah. Right. Lark will look at this. Can you break and enter? I can do that list. I'm not the best at it, but I'm not bad at it. Okay. It's not it's not my skill set, but once you break and enter, if you need somebody, you know, knocked out, I can do that. I run a gang. I feel like the question is. Uh, a, a building or a body cavity? Because yeah, no to yeah. the first and yes to the second. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> um, and listen, I'm also to be clear. If you guys are not comfortable with that, I'm okay with that. You guys, literally, you're still dealing with some things right now. And if you need to finish dealing with those things before you talk about anything like that, don't feel like you have to, but... I'll decide what I want to. (laughs) That's exactly what I just said, so good. (laughs) Is that a yes from you, Liz? Mm. (laughs) Did I just annoy Liz into saying yes? Yes, yes, he did. Awesome. <laughs> this, is having, this is having feelings about this. It's okay. All right. Mm. All right. Go. Phage extends her hand. Yep. And I forget what our motley pledge is, but she will I recite it. I say this shit. Yeah. 
You're muted, Jack. Spend a willpower there yep. for uh, for Megan. Oh, good. I still have one left. Hey. <laughs> Actually, no. Technically, I should have two because didn't we? No, I, we did not sleep yet. No, so, yep. Okay, cool. All right. I need to go talk to Papa Sledge. I got a deal to fulfill. I'll drive. And then we're, and then we're gonna go have some yelling contests. My favorite kind of contest. That's Can not the true. yelling contests involve any stabbing? If they if they get too uppity, maybe. I will bring my knives. Bludgeoning is usually better when you're trying to get some when, when you're trying to make alliances. I will bring a lead pipe. <laughs> Lark there just you. kind of plays with Adele's switchblade in her hand. Well, bye. I'm gonna go sleep. <laughs> hey, so Liz fucks off for a nap. Yep. Who's going to Fort? Packaging, Phage. Anybody else? I'll go. I haven't been. I haven't. I haven't seen my buddies in summer. You literally went with me. To the armory. That doesn't count. There was only, <laughs> only like a couple people there. Yep. <clears throat> so you guys drive down to Fort McHenry. Um, Akajin lets you all in to the summer fortress. Uh, Phage, Phage will bring the copies of the letters over there. Copies of the letters? Yeah, copies of the letters. Okay. We also have copies of the book. Book. Mm-hmm. Yes, also copies of the book. Okay. Um, and as you step into the uh, the dining hall, here in the mess, there are a lot more people present than there were earlier today. And you can cut the tension with a knife. This is a group of people who are just looking for an excuse. Despite it being the exact opposite time of year of their season, the attacks, their losses, the injuries suffered, and the inability to strike out and and wreak some havoc on their known but un- located foe has summer at a boiling point you can tell look over at phage you want to talk to papa sledge and i'm gonna talk to war dancer if we can get them both in the same room that might be better well let's go see sledge do i see war dancer anywhere she's off in a corner yeah Mm -hmm. you go ahead over to sledge i'll go get I'll i'll go get war dancer then Phage will make her way to, over to Papa Sledge. I head over to War Dancer. How's the bikes? Hmm? Doing good. Everyone's mm. bringing in money. So, my Motley's got some intel that we want to share with you and Got Papa a Motley, Sledge. finally. Yeah, I joined up with the unlikely. Hmm. Okay. Intel? Spill. Paige has got it. And some papers to hand out. We're going to go talk with Sledge and you. She spins the tip of her knife on the table, grabs it. Also, All right. 
those, uh, I don't know if you've been watching the news, but apparently there have been a lot of muggings happening throughout the city. We're up in double digits. Pretty certain those are all hobs. Taking fingers, taking body parts. So if any of the folks want to get out hob hunting, looking into those muggings, probably a good way to spend some energy. All right. If we need to burn it off, we will. Yep. Let's go see what you guys picked up. I'll lead her over to where Phage is meeting with Sledge. Sledge is seated now, not no longer bedridden. His his wounds have apparently been on the mend enough that he's able to get around a bit. And he's pushing away a plate of food as you come in, Phage, with mm-hmm. Akujin and Wardancer right on your heels. Alright. So you find us a place to point some guns found a few important details actually and we've definitely got some targets if nothing else he pounds a fist on the table all right that's what we've been needing around here first off she says what you got planting the copy of the book here's a copy of that book we've needed to get you all right second kids tales mostly written from the perspective of the queen our target all right well that'll give us some insight maybe sets it aside second not directly related but for you but for your eyes only she says pointing at war dancer and papa sledge and she lays the letters out on the table but not directly related someone in the old guard's been privateering i mean probably not Gray, wax Henri, Polly, and Lacewing were looking into it, we figure. At the very least, Henri and Gray were communicating back and forth about it. We figure that's what they disappeared, and we also found where they ended up. All right. Trapped, where was that? Trapped in the hedge in some sort of repeating moment. Trapped with one of the hosts. There's not there's a non-zero chance it might be the customer of this privateer they were looking for. You see both of them sort of taken aback by this kind of information. That's and War Dancer immediately snags up the letters and just starts paging through them. Doesn't look like No, I can see where that would come there's got to be more to this but that's not we've had conclusions we found these letters scattered around the city so there might be more out there well if we get a spare moment it might be good to hunt down any others that we can find if there are any but that's a question for another day like you said what else do you have for this war so immediately uh i will go over the details of her disappearance and how joey hot sauce figures into having been present at the time with wax on re being the potential way that she ended up in the hedge all right around that area we found a goblin camp where we got that book 
Oh, no, that was down by Fort Armistead. Sorry, that was by Fort Armistead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The gateway so, closed by Fort Armistead led to a goblin camp. Where which, we got that book. Which is still standing. If we can find a path back to it, that's definitely a hard target to hit for more intel. Get out of the way, but if that's the best target we've got, that gives us something. And if the camp is still there, that can undercut at least some of the numbers in her forces. We want to. We want to get working with some of the other courts. Maybe see if Autumn can help us get some more intel. All right. They're good at if you can stuff. find some. If you can find some traction on that end, that'd be good. And. Phage looks we'll at get traction. Phage looks. Phage looks over at uh, Megan, and we need to start kicking some at some tails in spring to get them into gear. We need to have spirited conversations. She smiles. You can accomplish more with a kind word and an expandable baton than you can with just a kind word. So. And she pulls out the expandable baton that is on her character sheet. This is why I love this woman. Mm. <laughs> He's good. So, all our right, ne- our next we'll put stop. together a battle plan for what we can do with the hobgoblin camp. Gail's got a little bit of extra information from when she relieved your position there, so. We'll put two and two together on that and come up with something actionable. Like I told War Dancer Sledge, uh, the muggings that have been on the news, we're pretty certain those are Hobbs taking mm. body parts so they can build a family for Queen Gracie. So if That's any... creepy as shit. Have Autumn look into that yeah. bullshit, too. Also, if any of the summer, if any summer folk want to keep an eye out for any Hobbs trying to hunt down normies, that'd be good. All right. And then our next stop is the commons because we need to put together a meeting about this. We haven't met since this war started. Which is in fear. You've been back to the commons since then? No, but I'm about to be. Is there something that we should know? Did they get rid that of the... sounds like a leading question. Did they get rid of the bar? Because I really liked that bar. No, they didn't get rid of the bar. Good. That would have caused a riot. But... Leaf Finger has solidified his hold. Go in, eyes open. Well, then he'd better be ready to fucking do something about this. And don't take shit. Uh, also... I found what I was looking for. Good. So, the squires of the Broken Bow... Did it turn out well? There's now one more squire of the Broken Bow in the city. Let me see your hands. Scars are probably still there. Oh, the scars never go away. <laughs> right. And he he just reaches out and grabs both your hands and looks at them. And yes, the with with Phage's help, the wounds have entirely healed. There's no more trauma left. Obviously, with the amount of time that's passed, all your bashing is gone. But those scars are still very clearly evident. 
You're not wrong. I may send some people your way if you're feeling generous. Oh, Sledge. Anyone that wants to follow. I hope that I've managed to fulfill my end of our deal. Well, because you know where the workshop is. Yep. Suit of armor and some You guys intel. have earned one rig from the good stuff. Bill will help you make the selection. What are you looking for intel on there, Fage? If anyone knows anything about the Bishopric of Blackbirds. I'll get a dossier together for you. Thank you. I need to go get some fucking armor because it's going to get violent soon. I'll lead you over. So the door swings open and Bill Squires is hard at work at his forge. But uh, on hearing you guys come in, he waves you off to one side for a moment as he finishes up whatever piece of metal he's currently beating the shit out of. And then comes over, wiping his hands on a rag. <clears throat> yeah, twice in one day. I must be popular. You do good work. Also, we finished out the deal, so I sort of gesture towards Phage. You get to work your magic. Very good. All I've been told is the good stuff. Tell me what I can do. Step over this way. And he pulls back a curtain. Um, from behind which you can see this sort of like refracted light beaming out a bit. And there are four pieces of armor. The first one is built kind of on classic plate armor lions, but it has aspects of moss, wood, and leaves incorporated. It's immensely broad in the shoulders and tapers down to a more reduced profile towards the greaves. The second is... Uh, just a breastplate, no uh, armor, leg armor, but it's apparently woven out of dragonfly wings and brass. It glints with an iridescent blue sheen, which distracts somewhat from on further inspection reveals a number of razored edges in the metallic joints of this thing. The brightest one and the most showy is this panoply that is woven with these shafts of actual sunlight apparently mixed into the fabric which casts this radiance out uh, in fractal patterns and there's amber crystals set in the adjoining bronze panels to accentuate this entire ensemble final one is pretty much the polar opposite it's this ebony half plate smithed from elements of steel and what Bill says is hedge smog and there's this thin fog of kind of acrid particulates just drifting off of it constantly. Oh, that's the one that looks good. Go. Hakuji just says from the background. <laughs> How do all of these look for the mundanes? It won't raise any eyes. This is solid hedge spun. He kind of smacks the uh, the first one on the chest. It'll look like sturdy clothes. More good, or less. Good, good, good. Can I do you happen to have a mechanical rundown of these that I can take a look so at? So the first one is called the Arfwigsgar. Uh its rating is two two. 
required strength is two defense uh penalty of zero your speed however is subtracted by one okay while wearing this armor you can spend three glamour to increase your size and therefore health and speed by one for the remainder of the scene okay um as many times as you want per use just it lasts for a scene the breastplate is a toothwing cuirass, uh, rating two one, required strength one, defense zero. It actually increases your speed by one. When you are the subject of a barehanded brawl attack while wearing this armor, uh, the attacker always suffers a lethal damage upon making a successful attack. Mm -hmm. uh, the the bright shiny sunshine one is the corona's shell, rating of one two. Required strength is one, no penalty or increase to speed or defense. This is the complicated one. While wearing this armor, you suffer a minus one to stealth checks because it sheds active beams of light. Uh, you do, however, gain a plus one to presence rolls just flat while wearing this armor. You can also spend three glamour to attempt to blind everyone within 10 yards while wearing this armor. You roll manipulation and weird. If your total successes exceeds the dots uh, target has in stamina, they are blinded for the remainder of the scene. Friendly fire hurts with this, though. So mm -hmm. it, it, you, you can't exclude anybody. It's everybody but yourself within 10 yards. And then the final one is the Miasma Shroud. Rating is 2-2, two, two, required strength 1, no penalty to defense or speed. While wearing this armor, you can make a weird roll or spend a point of willpower. And when you do that, you can gain either a plus 1 to stealth or intimidation dice pulls for the rest of the day. Your choice. God, I want that. <laughs> um... So it's either the first one or the last one, debating between size increase or intimidation <sighs> boosts. Uh, with the Miasma Shroud as well, though that's an or status. So you can, if you spend the point of willpower and take the plus one to spell, stealth, later on that day you can spend another willpower and also get the one to intimidation. I know there was a reason I keep saying I should have a higher size, and I don't remember what the advantage that I keep trying to aim for that I never have is. For eating someone? You can maybe? eat bigger things? Right, hang on. Oh, grappling? Uh, I, think, I think, yeah, I think the grappling rules are size-based. Bonuses if you're bigger? Um, it's some it's it's been more relevant to her throughout the entire series, so I will take the size increasing plate. All right, so I will drop that into your journal then. That's what it looks like in its mean form. He can alter aspects as needed cosmetically, um, and the. Uh, details so are there that's that's perfect I, for a spring for a I, spring fighter too mm -hmm. i sidle up to bill and point at that last one and say what do i have to do to get my hands on that bill bribe the right people win the right contest 
talk to Sledge. He usually handles the seneschal duties on this sort of stuff. You said it was three glamour to increase in size for how long? Uh, a scene. I'll have to have a word with Sledge before. But if you've got anything else that increases your size, that stacks with that mm-hmm. and it has no and it has no penalty to defense just a negative one to speed just a negative one to speed it's big and bulky slows you down a little bit mm. oh cool I, I i it doesn't need another scene but i will be talking to sledge before we leave about it <laughs> okay, mm. all right Okay. Excellent. And with your first steps of your guys' plans on getting things done to get this war underway on the keyhole side, that is where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.